Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. And welcome to this edition of the Equipped to Be show with Connie Albers. I'm so glad you're here today. We're going to talk about goals, setting goals, achieving goals, what's required. There's a lot of great books, a lot of wonderful people who teach about goals. And as somebody who is an achiever, that's part of who I am. And interestingly enough, that's definitely half of the population are achiever types. They're always striving, reaching for something, trying to be productive. They, they want to lead the pack or come up with a great new idea or innovate in some capacity. And as I was thinking about this last conference I was speaking at, I was speaking to a group of leaders. It's not surprising. Uh, most folks that step into leadership positions typically are goal-oriented or they're achievers, they want to produce. The overwhelming majority aren't just trying to have a title, I'm a leader. They're actually trying to get something done. And it made me think about a lot of conversations I've been having in the month of May as I have been traveling and speaking. And I just decided this was a good one. This was a good conversation. Last week, we talked about that we can change uh, the character crisis that we see happening in our culture. That's critical that we do. We have to believe we can do it. And I got a lot of feedback from that, people that were listening and responded saying, but how? Like, how do we, how do you do that? What are the goals required? And of course, I had Larry Loftus on the program. If you didn't listen to part one and two of my interview with Larry Loftus, New York Times bestseller, international instant bestselling author, also a mentor, also somebody who gives back to others uh, generously in many ways. And Jill Savage, when we talked about her marriage and how she repaired, she and her husband repaired her marriage, there was a goal there. Uh, Larry had a goal in his books to be the best, excel, you know, excellence, not, not superior, not quality. I see a lot of people talking about, I really, I want my kids to have a quality education. No, you don't. You want your children to have a superior education. And if you don't, I'm going to ask you, why not? Quality is just average. Let's shoot for something higher. Well, that's the achiever in me, right? Let's go for the best. Well, in many ways, that's kind of how we should be living our life anyway. But often, people don't know how, how to do that. You know, you can have business goals. You can have personal goals. You can have family goals. And I do write about that in Parenting Beyond the Rules, kind of having a vision for where you want your family to be or, or what you want your family to, to dine, the family relationships to look like. I do talk about that. And I, I know I've talked a little bit about uh, business goals and such, but as I kept thinking about goals, there were some things that really stood out to me as I was writing about this. And it's that you got to pay attention. You know, if you aren't setting goals, I would ask you, why not? Could it be that you're afraid you won't achieve them? 
or could it be you're really not sure how to set them? Well, I don't think most people struggle with knowing how to set them. I'm, I'm not quite sure if that's the case. But I do believe there are many people who don't know how to construct a way to achieve those goals. For instance, if you're not paying attention to what you're doing, how do you know if you're going in the direction that you are wanting to go? You, you don't go blindly and you don't stumble into it. You don't stumble into a superior education. You don't stumble into financial success. You don't stumble into business success. It starts somewhere with an idea, with a plan, ever so elementary or rudimentary it might be, but you do have to pay attention. It does have to matter. When we think about the goal-setting process, we have to realize that we are achieving goals within the social structure that we live among. This could be your peer group, could be school groups, uh, could be business, community, cultural. But achieving goals has to be done. It's something that is accomplished with other people. It's anybody who, I, I kind of take, take it back from the whole uh, self-made. Uh, I, I understand kind of what they're trying to say, but to be honest with you, self-made isn't actually true. Because if you really dissect somebody's success, whether it's educational, marital, family relationships, business, there were always people along the way that gave a encouraging word or maybe gave some advice, uh, maybe even kind of took you by the hand as a mentor. How do you actually achieve a goal? Well, we have to realize that you're kind of in a competition among others, depending on what it is. And what does that actually look like? To achieve the goal that you have, you have to take and make the most out of the opportunities that are placed before you. To achieve the goals, you have to take advantage of the opportunities before you, which means you have to assess what are those opportunities. Maybe they're little things. Maybe it seems like, oh, wow, this just kind of happened. There are random actions that can come our way that can cause us to move forward unexpectedly. There's also God can move in your heart and kind of put a, a desire for something that wasn't there. And with that desire comes uh, strategy and insights and maybe even thinking, or maybe it was people that God put in your path. But when you take advantage of every opportunity before you, you can't take advantage of an opportunity if you don't know what the goal is. You'll miss it. So you have to decide in your mind, if you want to achieve these goals, you have to decide to be diligent and reliable. Diligent, persevere. Remember, we talked about character crisis last episode. But to do that, you have to be diligent. And you also have to be reliable. I mean, you guys have come to expect that every Wednesday at 8 a.m., you're going to hear equipped to be, that I'm going to be here. I want to deliver something that is superior and not average, 
not mediocre. I don't want to waste your time. It's valuable. So when you listen or you tell your friends about it, I want them to, when you listen, I, I, I want you to end the episode going, okay, I want to, I want to do this, or that was really helpful. Now it gave me insights into some, maybe some, how somebody else thinks. Or if you share it with a friend, I want your friends to be saying, thanks so much for sharing that. If you take and, and you share this podcast on your social, on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or any social platform, or maybe even you just share it in a newsletter or an email with someone, I want that person to come back to you and say, thanks for sharing that. See, my goal is to deliver excellence within the Equipped to Be podcast. And we do cover a broad range of topics. But when I was speaking with these leaders, I, I gave them several challenges. When people start to see that you're working as hard as you possibly can, that you're, you're giving it your all, you're persevering, you're being diligent, you're being reliable. Again, see, those are character qualities. Then they start to listen and they start to want to help you. I have people ask me, hey, what can I do to promote your podcast? And right now I'm, I'm going, you know, it's probably, I think we need some sponsors for Equipped to Be. That would be helpful. That would be useful. And you kind of start sharing what your goals are. The other thing about reaching a goal is you can never think that the people around you are either above you or beneath you. And you want to teach that to your children. We are in a society, a culture right now, where we idolize, and we have for a long time, we idolize celebrity or power or money or people who we believe to be influential. We, we can often set them up on a pedestal, and then they become unattainable. We can't reach them because they're, they're not really a peer. They are above us. Well, that you can't work that way. You have to view others as, as equals. Now, I say that because uh, when I used to work for Disney, I think this was probably the most important lesson in my young adult life. And that was everybody went by the first name, whether you were the CEO or whether you were the janitor cleaning the streets on Main Street or, and everywhere in between. Everybody had a first name, and that's what you went by. Now, granted, there, was, there could be huge variances in what people did, but that taught me something about goal setting that I didn't realize until, you know, a few years later in my adult life, and that was to treat others as equals, not better, not less, and that I needed to think of myself as an equal. Another important part of accomplishing a goal is humbleness. You want to be humble about what it is, whether you're teaching it to your children, and maybe they did, maybe they've won a prestigious award, maybe they've started a, a company and they've had financial accolades and success for that. We want to teach our kids to remain in a humble position. We ourselves, you and I, we want to remain in a humble position. I will never forget, you know, I used to work with, um, well, I actually still do, but when I was young, it wasn't, it was unusual to work with a, a high level of dignitaries, celebrities, and, and the like. And what I learned, and I've said this in numerous interviews, what I learned from that is 
the folks that truly had influence, impact, who truly were, uh, say, prominent individuals, they did not make those around them feel inferior. I I want you to hear that and, and kind of assess that in your circle, wherever you are, you could be, we have a lot of folks that live uh, around the, the world. So if you, if you get into the mindset of never thinking that someone is above or beneath you, it also helps you to show respect to all persons, be a respecter of all persons, regardless of title or position. When you do that, one, you're able to reach and achieve your goals quicker because people do, genuinely, people do like to help other people. And if we're in the business of viewing others as peers and we're reaching out and we're helping others reach their goals, I can't tell you how many times I'll wake up in the morning and I'll text somebody whether I, I know that they're you know, something big's going on in their life, maybe in their family, and I will just re- and I'll just reach out to them and with no motive. And just reach out to them and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. I want you to know that I'm either cheering you on or I'm praying for you or you've got this. I know you can do it. I'm praying for energy or stamina. Uh, that's a common practice. Now, here's something you'll quickly learn. You don't do it conditionally on if somebody returns that same gesture to you, because many don't. Many can get so focused on themselves reaching their goals that they don't even think of anybody else. It's just them, them and their goals. All right, this is where I'm going to speak some hard truth. If that is you, I'm going to encourage you to work on that and stop it. And if you have wondered or you do it some, I want you to continue to do it and expand upon it. I want you to think about what it would feel like to you. You have a, a, a maybe your kids have a big deadline or you've got to, to get through some hard situations or you've got a business endeavor you're trying to work on and randomly somebody will, that you know, will send you a text or a message of, through Messenger or Instagram message or something, and they will say to you, hey, I, I know I saw your post the other day. I, I know this is a big deal to you. I was just, hey, I just wanted you to know I was thinking about you. I'm praying for you, whatever it is. Do you know what happens? You make their day. And you, and also, you show them value and respect. And in turn, it's kind of the way it works. It's the way life works. Many times that same type of response or reaching out comes back to you. Because when you are generous with your words, with your actions, with your money, it usually comes back in spades. You know, God is a generous God. God is not a God of scarcity. He's a God of abundance. So you want to be more like the Lord, then practice that. So when we think about setting goals, you also do not want to set subpar goals. Everybody has those. Everybody talks about, what is your dream? Well, 
What does you really want to accomplish? Well, you may not know. Start simple. Subpar just means shooting for average. Kind of like what I said. You know, quality is good enough. No, it's not. You want to shoot for superiority. And you want to break it into small bites. And as you're pursuing a goal, guess what else? Sometimes you need to pivot. Because sometimes you're shooting for something. And like I said earlier, you may not have the skill to accomplish that. So it may postpone you in reaching your goal because you've got to pause a little bit to hone a craft or develop uh, or learn some new skill to be able to help you achieve that. So it could be in business, you need to, uh, you know, figure out some financial parts of your business. If it's homeschooling, well, you kind of need to figure out, like, how am I going to actually teach this? Or more importantly, how do my children learn? But we need to pursue it with excellence. So when we are setting a goal, want to make sure that you have the skill set that's needed to achieve the goal. You don't want to set yourself up for failure. And if you don't have it, identify what, what you need to do in order to achieve the skill or hone that craft. You want to remember and to pay attention. You want to remember that people are just people. We don't want to elevate others above us. We don't want to view others as less than us. We want to be a respecter of all people. Everyone has a proper place in our society. And when we stop to just treat others the way they should be treated as people, as humans, as gifts, as some form of contribution to society, it changes the way we engage and interact with society. You know, something else happens when we do set goals. When we wake up in the morning, there's purpose and meaning. I, I think I mentioned in the character crisis about having a routine. Do you have a routine? Do you get up in the morning and you have a routine? Why that's so good for our mental health. But having a goal is also equally important. You have the routine, but then you have a goal. And oftentimes people say, well, how do you say, what, what do you do? And I say, well, I wake up every morning and I'm like, Lord, help me accomplish my assignment. What is it today? What do you want me to do? It could be just getting through the day and refereeing my kids arguing and fighting over a video game or who gets to do, you know, what outing. See, setting goals is, is not new, but it is something that has intentionality and purpose it also has a healthy benefit to our lives. There's a lot of talk now, uh, a lot of business talk about helping small businesses, especially in the digital space, how to set first, second, third, fourth quarter goals, how to have goals for your marriage. All of those are important. Because truly, if you don't know what you're aiming for, how will you ever know if you've achieved it? You don't stumble into it. But you do take steps towards it. And sometimes you have to pivot because you hit a roadblock or a dead end. Or you realize that goal was unachievable or unattainable. Or I, I kind of set the wrong goal. Maybe it was a good goal, but it's just not the right time for that particular goal. That's okay. It doesn't mean you did something wrong because the nature of life means we have to pivot and change. 
And you want to be humble. Like I said, you want to be humble. You want to always, as you're achieving whatever success, whether and, and this is true with teaching your children, whatever success they achieve, maybe they become um, successful in sports or music. You know, they've, they accomplish great things. Same for you. You want to have a humbleness about you and never forget what it was like when you hadn't achieved that. Always remember what those feelings were before you achieved a certain level of success. Whatever that was, could be monetary. Always remember that. I have found when we remain humble and we remember where we came from, it keeps us growing and it keeps us moving forward and it keeps us building great relationships with other people because we're not, they're not somebody that's not attainable. I have people who have my phone number and, and sometimes they'll say, I can't believe I have your phone number. Well, I remember Bob Goff has in one of his books, it was either Love Does or uh, Love Everybody. At one of his two books, he has his phone number in there and he says, I always answer the phone. That is a great example of never forgetting where you were, always having a hand back to help the next person who's trying to achieve their goal. And when you know that everybody has a race, everybody has an assignment, everybody has goals and a purpose for what it is that they're doing, it just makes you a part of their journey. And it makes other people a part of yours, like uh, Larry Loftus, who's a part of my author story. And I could go on and on, people that have helped me along the way, whatever I was working in. See, we're in a journey, and we're going to be moving in a direction. And without a goal, it's hard to know if we're moving in the direction that we need to be moving in and at a pace that we need to be going at. Some of you are steady plotters. You just, you, you get up, you have your list, you knock two or three things, maybe four things off your list. The next day you start over, whatever was not done from the day before, those get bumped up to one, two, three, four. Others of you are more multitaskers. You can hop from a few things at a time. And I know there's people who say, oh, no, that doesn't work. That is, I'm sorry, I, I disagree with that. Because I know a lot of people who operate well in that sphere. And they accomplish great things. Now, they're not all, like, all over the place. But they may be working on various projects. At, at You know, one minute they're working on one thing. And another minute, they're working on another. I have a writer friend who is currently working on three different books. And my mind can't comprehend that. Because writing, for me, is I, I can't work on multiple manuscripts. I have to work on one. Because it takes so much of my thought and energy. However, if I'm getting ready to speak, like this last conference, I had six, seven hour-long presentations. Six or seven hour-long presentations. They were all different. It was easy for me to hop back and forth between those. The commonality was I knew my audience. So I say that because you have to know yourself really well, and that comes through thinking and discovery and honesty. When you understand who you are, when you understand what your strengths and weaknesses are, then you're able to pivot and adjust accordingly. If you're the steady plotter, 
then that's going to be how you achieve the goals that you have, systematically, intentionally, on purpose. And that's important to know. Always remember that everyone starts from someplace. Everybody starts at the beginning, meaning we're all at a certain place in our journey with our assignment. But we do want to accomplish the goals that God has put before us. We do want to set them and have them, and we want to talk about them. Don't be afraid to pivot. Remain humble, always considering where it is that you've come from so that you don't lose touch with that. Having your hand extended forward, asking for help as needed, and having your other hand extended back, helping those that are trying to run their race, and maybe God can use you. But see, when we realize that we're all just people, some are in different places than others. If you want to be somebody who's great, if you want to build a family and you want your children to have that kind of a mindset, it starts by remembering our goals matter. And the people that we deal with, that we have to interface with, the people that we're doing life with, those are all people that God's put in our path that we need to be helping. And in turn, they may or may not help us, but God will use others to help us achieve our goals. Does that make sense? You know, as we wrap this segment up, you know, I want you to remember that true humility, true humility, not being the know-it-all, even though you may know a lot, you can always be learning more. And there's probably somebody who knows a little more than you do. But true humility is a quality when you are setting goals that makes it more desirable for others to come alongside you and help you achieve your goal. You can be strong and confident. You can be a brilliant person. But you still want to maintain that sense of humbleness. And remember that as you begin your goal, you're starting from usually the beginning. You know, it's a new goal, maybe. And maybe you're trying to scale something, so it wouldn't be new, but you're still trying to do something you may not have done before. you got to constantly be paying attention, and if need be, pivot, like I said. But when you accept the role as a beginner, you can always excel to the next level. If you go into something as the expert, or you go into something as the voice of, I am, I can, follow me, guess what happens? You immediately set yourself up to be humble. So I much prefer to go in humble. <laughs> it's not so much fun getting humbled, is it? And as you're achieving goals, you, you want to be careful that you're not, you don't get cynical, that you accept that you are in a social construct, that we are in a framework of a society. And as you teach your children, the same thing is true. Teach them to always remember to go in and be humble. And then you can be elevated to the next position, to the next title, role, job, income, whatever it is. Maybe you could be team captain for a sports team. Those are all keys to 
setting goals and accomplishing goals. And I know there's a lot of six steps, seven easy lessons. Those do help. But this is more of a challenge to you. Use this time, maybe as the world is opening back up, literally. We see it across the country, across the world. Use this as an opportunity for you to set some new goals, to think of some maybe new dreams. Use this as an opportunity to make a decision, to be innovative, to pivot. I'm not sure what it is that God has for you, although I do know he has an assignment for you. And the way to achieve it is through setting goals and making small decisions in that way. So assess your skill. As you're making those decisions, assess your skill. Don't think that you can't achieve a goal just because you don't have the skills. You just may have to take a little longer to develop certain skills needed to achieve the goal. Does that make sense? Well, I'm always honored. I was walking down the street the other day and I saw someone and they let me know that they listened to my podcast. And there's something humbling, again, about that, to, to think that you invite me into your car, your earbuds as you're exercising, as you're cooking dinner, as you are running errands. It's humbling to me that you would spend your time with me. I value that. And I'm so grateful that you trust me, that you want me and you've chosen to have me speaking into your life, into your heart. And I want to be wise. I want to be a faithful steward of that. And I want to be a respecter of, of your time. So with that, I just am so grateful that you've joined me today for Equipped to Be. And I look forward to our next episode next Wednesday. And I'll, as always, tell a friend, share it. We love that we're getting such great feedback from those of you that have let us know, oh, I told a friend about you, or I shared your podcast the other day. Sharing it on social media makes a big difference. Uh, telling your friends about it, sending out emails. If you want to, if you have a great idea for a podcast you'd like for me to cover, hey, send that on in. I want to hear from you. I do, I do have the privilege of hearing from many of you, which I'm so grateful for. And uh, you have a great week. And remember that you are equipped to be a doer of God's word and that whatever he's called you to, he will equip you for it. Goals is one way to achieve those to fulfill that assignment in your life. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.